Time now for Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Now, here's their host, Warren Franklin. Welcome to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence. We have another great show lined up today, and you're always welcome to call Mariah Spence at the Vetris Crawford Realty Group to discuss anything about real estate. Their number is 503-507-3666. And we're going to get the show started today answering real estate questions submitted online. I like that. Um, Yeah, welcome back to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence. We're excited to uh, hang out with you today. Thanks for tuning in. So our show today is, it's simple yet hopefully helpful, and that is answering new real estate questions we've been asked. We do these Q&A style of shows every now and then when we get a handful of questions that we haven't gone too in-depth on on our show yet. So that is what um, today's show is going to look like. Um, but first, before we get into the the viewers' questions, I wanted to take a little bit of time to dig into a question that I was asked by a home buyer recently because I think this is pretty relevant with what's going on, and we'll get a little bit into kind of what's going on in the market, what we're seeing because things have changed since I think we've really last sit, sat down and talked in depth about the real estate market. Um, So that question was, I was going to be writing an offer for one of my buyer clients on a home and they asked me to do a CMA for them. They said, I want you to run comps before we write this offer. Do you think we're overpaying for this? And of course I ran comps for them. I'm always more than happy to do that for my buyers. That's something, you know, that's always great to do um, when someone wants that when they're writing an offer. But um, to get into this question of, are we overpaying for it? That's huge. Yes. Are you overpaying for it? Are you overpaying for it? And like, what does that even mean right now? Well, let's just relate to a conversation I'm having on the other end of the spectrum, the seller. Yes. When we're going into a CMA listing appointment, what's your home really worth? We say it on the show often. If you're for sale by owner or if you're just interested while this market is so crazy, wanting to know the updated value of your home, feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to mail you, hand deliver, text you, email you that free CMA Mm -hmm. to let you know what your home is currently available in this crazy market. But during those initial listing appointments, creating a CMA is hard enough within itself. How do you create a good CMA to where that sellers are like, man, that's a good deal to get rid of a commission in a sense. And it's got to be realistic because an appraisal value. Yeah. Okay. So this house we just listed, um, won't give any details, but we listed this house um, the other week recently and we... We, Spencer, you did the CMA and we listed it at a price that was well over what the comps suggested it should be listed for. So it was over the suggested value of what it is, quote unquote, worth. Listing it at this high price, we proceeded to receive after just what, a couple days? Four on days. Market? Four, Four days, days on market. On market. Offer after offer after offer after offer that offer that is well, all of them well over this list price with appraisal gap. And this was not a property that was in the, you know, 400,000 range that's super competitive. This was a higher, like $600,000 property. So, all of this to say, if you're a home buyer and you're asking yourself, am I overpaying? Well, the question is, the thing is, if you're not willing to pay that in this market, someone else is going to. So, I, like, I hate to say that because it, 
I don't want to give off the wrong message here, but I also just want to be brutally honest with buyers so they are aware of what it's going to take to get something under contract. Maybe right now is just not the time for you to buy. But if it is, I want you to know up front what it's going to take um, to actually get you under contract. Yeah. And in the terms, just just since we're on the buyer side of things uh-huh. and me seeing multiple offers on a current listing in this market in the month of April is the terms. The terms within mm-hmm. that contract are all so important, especially with sales price. Everybody wants to see over ask price, obviously. Um, but we're also seeing better terms such as inspection free or no, uh, the home is to be sold in as is condition, but the buyer, you know, they're going to have an inspection performed, but they, they're waiving the inspection period. It's just so they have the due diligence of what they're, so they know what they're going up against. And then lastly, what we love to see on top of an inspection free um, offer is that appraisal gap, which is usually winning over most of the hearts of the sellers. Um, and that's how oftentimes we're able to get rid of a contingent offer. So even if your offer is contingent, you could still be in the race if you're willing to put in an appraisal gap because that tells the seller you're willing to pay over appraisal value because realistically, if you're sending an offer in forty, fifty thousand over ask price, we really have to question ourselves: Is it a realistic offer that yeah. will appraise if there's being a loan performed on the home? Right. And so those appraisal gaps are very important, and that's what most sellers are wanting to see because at the end of the day, they're going to make five, seven thousand dollars more at closing than any other offer if it were to underappraise. Yeah. Um, so to just touch on before we get into these questions about the market, the real estate market, the housing market, because I think the last time we did an update, what we said was a year ago, two years ago, back in 2020, around that time, whatever, um, things were crazy. You could not get an offer accepted without the appraisal gap. And it was just like way over asking on everything. And the last update I think we really chatted about was things have slowed down. It's still competitive. We are still seeing multiple offers, but not as crazy as before. But um, I feel like it's back to 2020 now. And I've been hearing from other agents too, like in other marketplaces and parts of the country that they're seeing that as well. So that's whatever. Yeah, it's definitely a nationwide thing. Um, We have seen more buyers that with the slight rise of interest rate, they've kind of dropped out of the market or they've just submitted offers that are less competitive because like we were just mentioning, if you're not willing to do an appraisal gap or willing to buy a home inspection free at times, um, your offer is just most likely not going to get accepted. Um, and a lot of people are sometimes forced to settle and actually not not make the move that they've been wanting to over the last few months. And we've seen that, though, just with the slight interest rate increase. Yeah. Um, so to recap, though, Mariah, tell, tell the audience what today's market looks like in 2022. So what we're seeing, well, at least right now, um, I know for me, just to give an example, I've been writing offer after offer. I think we have some clients that are moving from out of state right now that we've been writing probably on every house that comes up in the 400,000 range. We're always writing offers well over asking price. They're doing the appraisal value, like or offering to pay over appraisal value, doing the gap, and we're not getting anything accepted. So we are, I'm definitely as an agent that is working with buyers, I'm definitely noticing a shift in um, what we're seeing ba- different than the last previous few months when it's been like a little bit more calm. And I don't know if maybe that's a sign of it is, sp- you know, spring is coming and then summer. So maybe that's more of a sign of the time of year. 
I really don't know. So but that's just what we're seeing. Just a quick question. Uh, uh-huh. Are we talking $10,000 over 20000 30? I mean, what, what kind of numbers are you looking at here? Well, I'm seeing for my my recently accepted offers, like I said, the last three listings in the last month, I've been seeing thirty to 40000 over ask yeah. price with those appraisal gaps and the verbiage of something to do with, hey, we're not going to ask for any inspections or repairs yeah. to be made. And I've been writing offers like ten to twenty to twenty five thousand over, not getting accepted. So that's just that's pretty incredible, isn't it? Yep. Wow. Yep. So if you have a home right now and you're thinking about selling in the yeah. next uh, three three months, six months or so, yeah, this would be a good time to call uh, Spence and Mariah. I think. <laughs> Certainly. Don't you? Yeah. I agree. In fact, I think I have a phone number. I can give everybody <laughs> awesome. to do that. Let's take a quick break. I want to remind you, you can always get in touch with Brian Spence at the Vetris Crawford Realty Group by calling 503-507-3666. I'll give you that number again, 503-507-3666. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Here's their host, Warren Franklin. We're with Mariah Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can contact them at 503-507-3666. And we're going to continue our conversation by answering real estate questions submitted online. Our first question is from JC. And by the way, um, he submitted this question from YouTube. If you are listening on the radio, you can head over to um, our YouTube channel, Real Estate with Mariah and Spence, and ask us a question um, for us to answer in the future. But um, this first question is from him, and that is, what is the average earnest money in your area? I'm in the Palm Springs area, and it's usually 3% of the purchase price here. It's a really good question. Um, generally, what I'm seeing is, or actually, let's let's um, let's step mm. take a step back. Mm. Generally, we want to see one to two percent of the sales price. Um, you know, that was more common. But for most contracts that I'm writing and receiving, I see five to ten thousand bucks uh, within earnest money, regardless of the sales price. It doesn't have to be an exact percentage figure of the yeah. sale amount. Um, I generally am seeing five thousand or ten thousand bucks. That um, sounds more more often than not. When I see like a two thousand dollar earnest money, there's usually less cash down to purchase that home. Um, so, like I like I mentioned earlier, when s- sellers are selecting an offer, they're wanting to see the best terms. The best terms usually gets that accepted contract. So if you have a lower down payment than that other conventional loan or less earnest money than the other offer, sometimes that just detours a seller and just makes them more motivated to go with somebody else. Even if you are the better person, they can't see you. They only read the contract. Also, I feel like right now with how competitive things have gotten for buyers, every little thing counts versus in the past. It, earnest money like wasn't as big of a deal, just like loan type wasn't as big of a deal. But now with offers, if they have all these different offers, there's probably multiple offers that are very similar. And so if there's two that are really close, yours could not get accepted because of that. So mm-hmm. it's just something to keep in mind. Okay. Um, he also asks, is a 10-day inspection period average, or is that what is pre-written on your organ purchase contracts? In California, the inspection period is 17 days. In this market, people are waiving their contingency periods, but it would be nearly impossible to get an inspector out um, at, to the property in less than a two weeks notice anyway. Okay. Let's unravel yeah. that question. So on the organ sale agreement, you are right. 
Um, it's 10 days if it's not filled in. Business days. 10 business days if it's not filled in. I like doing 12 business days, but remember the type of market we're in, like we've been talking about. Um, generally, inspections are being waived. And in, in if you want an accepted offer, I'm not telling you to write an offer inspection free. That's 100% your choice. But for the most part, when we're competing with so many other offers and buyers, we want to have the best terms. But uh, when I'm writing offers, I'm doing eight to 10 business days. Mm -hmm. And then the second question um, that's that's actually really good that not a lot of people think about is how soon can an inspector actually get out to the property once the home is accepted and under contract? My inspector is out there that next week. And so usually it's you know three Mm -hmm. to four days after the home is under contract my inspectors out there that I can recommend to you if you're out of state now I get it if you have your own home inspector you want to use that's completely fine as well I just know mine on a personal note and in the time frames that's who I use on all my personal purchases so I trust him yeah and another thing to add about that I've with our inspector that we recommend we've definitely had times where He's gone out the very next day mm-hmm. and he's so good at really prioritizing this and um, all our buyers are always super happy with him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So do you, uh, next question is, do you typically deal with HOAs out in your area where I am at? They are everywhere and it typically takes 10 business days to get HOA docs. Yeah. I, that's, um, that's a good uh, mm-hmm. question though, because I just had that asked to me about a week ago with our California out-of-state buyer as well. There must be a lot more HOA developments um, in in that area, San Diego type, Sacramento areas. Um, there are HOA communities uh, throughout Salem. You'll see them in every part, Kaiser Northeast, West Salem, and South. Uh, I generally see West Salem having more HOA communities within the hillsides. Um, but the bright side is when you are in an HOA community, for one, if it's a residential property, not condo living or golf course resort, they're generally pretty low. Uh, we're yeah. talking like 35 bucks maybe a month. Yeah. And so it's very doable. And in my opinion, it's only going to help you when it comes to the resale value of your community and resale values, which is what's important to me in representing you in the sale is are we selling you something that's worthy in the future to make you a profit than to just leave you in the dust and uh, you're going to break even on real estate. That's not the end game. We need to make sure we're making good investments at the end of the day. Yeah. I definitely think that HOAs um, help can help with value because like you were saying, um, it's just good to know that you're neighbor's property and the house across the street aren't going to just get really, really run down because that's part of what the HOAs do is make sure that they don't get run down. And so it really does protect your value in that way. Um, But to answer the question, like this guy was saying, they're everywhere where he's at. I wouldn't say we definitely have a good handful of neighborhoods with them, but they're not everywhere. There's a lot of neighborhoods without them, too, that are great neighborhoods. And there's, yeah, there's a lot of nice neighborhoods that don't have HOAs. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Salem has a really great mixture of both. Yes. Okay. Um, Next question is, do you think the Salem housing market will slow down within the next six months? Depending on... The situation that arises economically, I don't see much of a change happening um, when in regards to real estate. And here's yeah. why. We are entering May and June, and traditionally, statistically, 
These are the highest listing volume months there are in real estate. People always want to put their home on market, usually when the flowers are blooming or the schools are in a transition between summer. And and traditionally, we're going to be seeing more sales at higher sale amounts. And most likely, we're going to be breaking records um, by year's end of 2022 in sale volume because of how much um, our market has increased over the last year. And I don't see there being a stop when it comes to um, sales, I guess you could say, in the mid Willamette Valley, if if in fact we're only going to have more sales. Yeah, Salem is a really, really hot place where people are moving to right now. And it was the it was on the list last year of number one places for seller profitability, meaning that home sellers in Salem compared to other places in the nation, it made significantly more money. And yeah, I just I don't see it slowing down. I don't really have a comment, though, about like what's going to happen, because I have no clue. We'll see. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. Okay, you're listening to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can contact them at 503-507-3666. More when we get back. Welcome back to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Here's their host, Warren Franklin. And we're back with Mariah and Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can call them at 503-507-3666. And we still have some more questions that were submitted online that we want to answer. The next question is, I'm researching whether to sell my condo and purchase something in Oregon or to rent my condo out for now and purchase something in Oregon. Um, what should I do? Or any tips for me? Well, there's there's multiple goals you could have. I mean, what's your potential rental income? Um, yeah. How much do you owe? How much do you need down for your purchase in Oregon? There's a lot um, of variables within that question. What works best for you? And that's why I would direct you straight to the lender um, before you really get involved with any type of sale process or even looking up homes on Zillow, Redfin, Realtor.com yeah. or asking us about homes. It's really do the numbers make sense? Uh, with what you currently have, what you want, the type of properties you're looking for, let us know and we can get you an estimated value. And then you can go back to the lender to see how we can make that happen. But that's how I would handle that. Do you rent your condo? Do you sell your condo? What do you see happening if you didn't sell your condo? Is it a safe investment to rent right now or sell it? Yeah. It's up to you. I think talking to a lender will give you a lot of clarity about that, but really just weighing your pros and cons and talking or asking yourself what are your goals for this next property you're buying in Oregon and all of that um, will definitely be the first steps Mm -hmm. for sure. So what is a trend that you are currently seeing in the real estate market right now? Trend. That's a good one. Um, Trends. I mean, I guess we've been talking about this. Like we've said a lot of times, like we're seeing a lot of people writing offers over appraisal, like with the appraisal gap, that's a trend I guess we're seeing. Yeah, Um, better yet, we should name this, this show real estate 2022 trends i guess there you go. we have talked about a lot <laughs> because of trends. We, we've literally talked about yeah. what we're seeing in offers how yeah. maybe you could become accepted these are all trends if you're a buyer these are all real estate trends the biggie True. that i'm seeing seriously if you don't get anything out of this show and you're a purchaser wanting to actually get under contract consider writing an offer with an appraisal gap but if that's not you it comes down to the other conditions what's going to look best to the seller when that seller's agent's presenting your offer and that's really the main focus. How can you stand out against 
the other four to eight competing offers? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. What is one thing not to do when selling your home? (sighs) There's a lot of things. I mean, don't sell it on your own without legal representation unless you're doing it like quickly to someone that you know, maybe, you know, different situations. But for the most part, if you're trying to get the most value and, you know, multiple offers, all of that. Don't, don't do lie that. to your realtor. Don't lie to your agent. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Um, yeah. I've actually been been burnt, I'd say twice in our real estate career. Mm-hmm. And it's because the seller misinterpreted their situation when it came to the actual home. Usually this comes in to a factor when the title does their background search on the property and it's in forbearance or something like that. And they're actually in debt to the lender and they filed for bankruptcy, that type of situation. And that ultimately puts us in a really bad position and that buyer that has sadly wasted their time, their efforts and myself included. And ultimately the deal can't perform because you're in a situation you're in debt even if you were to sale this home at the sales price we negotiated Mm, that's good um okay so spencer you have something to share with us i believe yeah i do everyone's dream here it is spencer (laughs) where's a piece of land i can buy and here in oregon here in the middle lamet valley it's it's hard seriously to find a good piece of property and multiple piece of properties at that. And we have found just that one for you. I've been talking with the seller for months now and a great family. They've held this property since the early, no, actually later nineties. And now's the right time to sell for them. They got eight individual lots. They want to sell it out all as a whole. And they are willing to carry for this builder, this developer Mm. to put a big, portion down on it, develop the property, and then buy out once the homes are sold. So there's all types of opportunities available. And if you're a developer, if you're an established developer, this one's really going to be your project. There is no roadway yet, so you need to create your own roadway and do all the trench work. City hookups are at the street, but you need to do your own due diligence on that. These are eight one okay so we have eight lots total they're 0.1 acre lots and it's all on a north side of the property and um it's ready virgin soil here mm. it is come and get it it's at 639.9 that's 600,000 639,900 i'm going to say that one more time $639,900 for eight lots and it's in Woodburn Oregon Find out this property address, 475 Payne Street, Woodburn, Oregon. 475 Payne Street, Woodburn, Oregon. Eight total lots. Great opportunity. Wow. I want to give a number here. Just call Spencer to find out more. That number is 503-507-3666. We'll be giving that number again here uh, really quick. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Finding any kind of property that's buildable these days, flat land. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the land that we have available in the uh, Salem-Kaiser area, if there's anything even available in Kaiser, is in a hill. Yes. And nothing's flat much anymore. Nothing. And the fact yeah. of the matter is, roadways completely accessible, and uh, it, it's just it's an easy access route for you to bring on all your equipment, excavator and material. I love it. Sounds really great. All right. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Join us next Saturday at 930 AM for real estate with Mariah and Spence. 
You can contact Mariah and Spence at the Betris Crawford Realty Group. Their number, write it down. Have it on the refrigerator, as Spence says. There you go. 503-507-3666. That's 503-507-3666. You've been listening to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence right here on 1430 KYKN. Salem is listening.